0: Hi, sun Beings! Welcome to Soul Rich Radio. First and foremost, I want to thank all of you for entering this portal. My transmissions are truly from my soul to your soul. And together, we shall make it rich. I feel that, individually, we're all here to learn and we're all here to enrich in our own creative process. Collectively, we're all here to share our creative gifts with one another. We're all here to expand. And in doing so, the richness of life will automatically be given to us. Because remember that abundance is all there is. Everything else is an illusion. And in order to stimulate our alluring, unstoppable creative juices, it's really important to maintain in the present moment. And this will be today's conversation. I will be elaborating on how to be fully present because this is super, super important. We live in a culture with iPhones and having a million things to do. And the other day I went to meet up a friend, it was her birthday, and I was noticing the awareness level of the people that were around us. I was also wondering the level of awareness that I was feeling. And I realized that like 90% of people live in a complete state of unawareness. Almost everyone is controlled by unconscious habits And the worst part is that they don't even know that these habits are even there. More importantly, they're not aware that those habits are creating their experience. So a key to the path of freedom is to ask yourself, how do I become fully present? How do I get in the moment? Because in the now, there's no past and there's no future. It's truly here that we're free. And bringing our past into this now creates a prison We judge against our past experiences. We see ourselves from what we did in the past. And we also tend to project forward that past, which leads to us getting anxious or worried about the future. So then we're affected by the illusion of that future that we haven't even experienced yet. So the idea is to be fully present. It's not about being in the moment without the past or the future. It's truly about being in the present without fear. Think of everything that is going on around you. When you're watching television, I don't care what the program is, what the channel is, is fear being used to entice you in? Is the news that you're watching using fear? Are the teachers, the politicians, the businesses, are they using fear? It's like that movie They Live from 1988, I believe. It speaks so much truth. It's about a guy who discovers a pair of sunglasses, and he's capable of showing the world the way that it truly is. He notices that the media and the government are using subliminal messages meant to keep the population subdued and depressed, and that most of the officials and the elites are skull-faced aliens, kind of like reptilians. With this shocking discovery, the guy fights to free humanity from these mind-controlling aliens. It's a really good movie, guys. I highly recommend it. There's so much truth in movies than whatever we hear on a daily published article or video. But the whole point is that it was all fear-based consumerism. We're constantly being bombarded with fear. And that ego is being motivated through fear. It's not motivated through the pursuit of pleasure. And I'm talking about lasting pleasure, not lust or any temporal sense gratifications. That's something that we need to become aware of because when we feel fear, we can't be free. We take that fear from our past and then our anxiousness from how we project it into our future. But if you're reminiscing the past and the future out of love, that's awesome. But once fear is in the equation, you're picking up dense energies. It's wise to revisit the past if you want to be a guiding light for humanity. Because we need to detect the parallel moments in these time cycles in order to prepare for what is coming. If you're using time as a tool to benefit your mission or your goal, then by all means. But now I'm going to discuss some practical ways that you can free yourself from the past and the future so that you can be fully present in the now. Number one, get rid of unnecessary possessions because that may just clutter in your life. I have so many outfits from the past that I don't wear, but I still keep it in hopes of wearing it one day. But it's truly just collecting dust. If you haven't worn it in six months, give it away. This will give you a sense of freedom. It won't be in your mind that you have to do that. So I definitely recommend and invite you to have a spring cleaning. Next, get rid of unnecessary responsibilities. Have you made yourself responsible for how your kids feel? or how your partner feels? Do you feel responsible for keeping friendships going? Why would you accept you can't make them feel good? Only they can. Are you doing things out of commitments that other people asked and you just couldn't say no? If none of these responsibilities are growing you, giving you joy, or making you feel better, why would you do them? I would say to let it go. Stop investing your time in people who hold you back. Ask yourself this question, is every person in my life causing me to expand or giving me unconditional support? If nothing around you is expanding your awareness level, it's time for you to grow out of it. Because us humans, it's in our nature to seek out a tribe of like-minded individuals. We all want to be part of a group, but the problem is that we'll settle into any tribe and we won't go beyond that. And some, they outgrow their level of awareness of the current tribe, but they don't want to leave it because they're afraid that they'll lose that connection with those people. Not understanding that there's infinite tribes out there to become a part of. So stop investing yourself in people that are holding you back. It doesn't have to be that they're intentionally holding you back, but your perception that you have to be with them is holding you back. For example, I don't fit into groups that constantly talk negatively about other people. No breakthrough is going to come from judgment. When we talk about our dreams and our goals, we're stepping out of that funk. We need to reach that start to get us on track. In order to be in demand and aligned with our visions, we need to have that constant support around us. I've reconnected with people years after being friends because we matched in frequency again. The time that we separated, it was meant to happen. Our friendship was never good or bad in that sense. We were just in different levels of consciousness. We don't owe each other anything. We used to party recklessly back in the day, but I grew out of it early, and that person didn't. So we grew apart. But once she started to heal that shadow side, become more aware, we rekindled our friendship. And it happens, you know, it's, it's fine. It's part of the journey. Sometimes you just got to let people go so that they can heal and that you can heal. So always neutralize your past in order to bring it back to balance. This means being able to see an event and know that the bad things that happen in your life are equally supported. You got as much good out of it as bad, but that always takes work. So ask yourself, what good came from this? Because even when something great happens, there's even a downside. Everything is always in balance. It's the law of the universe. It comes back to our level of awareness. And once we neutralize everything, the emotional charge always disappears and we can now move forward. So the next tip is to consciously do one thing at a time. Think about that. How freeing that is. You're not being distracted. You're fully present. Right now, I'm talking to you. And that's the most important thing. I'm not thinking about the horrible article I just read or the amazing meal I just had. I'm fully present with you. This is the most important thing. And this is the only thing I'm focusing on. Whatever you choose to do, be fully present with it. If you're doing something and the phone rings, Don't answer it. Just finish what you're doing. That's why there's voicemail. You don't have to finish a text immediately. Do what you're doing and set aside time for your text message later. Nothing is that important. Next, not only focus on one thing, but be fully present when you do it. If you're having a conversation with your friend or your wife, whoever, are you fully present in that conversation or are you thinking of something else? Are you on your phone? Are you truly listening? Because that's the key to most relationships. To be present with your partner. Whoever that might be at that time. So learn to be singularly focused. Because when you are that, it's very freeing. Because it's being in the now. This is where it's at. So eliminate unnecessary distractions. Social media is a huge distraction unless you control it. Every being... Every like, every notification is meant to have the brain emanate chemicals that get you addicted to it. I realized that I have a social media addiction myself, and I'm still taking steps to fully overcome it. I'm setting time aside where I can just allow myself to explore the beauty of social media, to become a part of it. I'm not just waking up and popping social media on. I'm making a conscious decision to have a morning routine that's actually going to benefit me. I'm also making a conscious decision to not look at it before bed and to put my phone on airplane mode. Putting your phone on airplane mode is super essential, guys. The blue light from the screen, it imitates daylight, so it can really mess up with your circadian rhythm. And on top of that, you don't need to have that on your mind before you go to sleep. You want to ease into who you are before you go to bed. I want to be in a state of ease and gratitude before I drift off. So take time to just step back and become the observer. Watch yourself when you interact with others. Watch yourself when you do things. Realize that you are not that body. You are not that ego. You are so much greater than that. You have a body and you have an ego. And when you can observe that, it's very liberating. It's very freeing. When you are in the observer mind, you are literally free. Always remember that you are seeing all sides of the situation, not just one. And that's how the infinite sees everything. It doesn't see judgment. It doesn't see good or bad. It sees everything. It's only the human mind that judges and sees good and bad, but the divine doesn't see that the ego stems from one thing, the fear of death. That's the only thing that causes us to fear. Because if you take death out of the picture, If you truly knew that you are eternal and that that aspect of you lives forever with the divine, you wouldn't fear. And that's what happens to a lot of people who have near-death experiences. They come to this realization that there's nothing to fear when you die. And afterwards, they start to live more fully because they're not being bound by fear. Death and life exist by one. They're one and the same. They can't exist without each other. We die every day. Whenever we feel pain, whenever someone triggers us, whenever we end a job or a relationship or we lose a loved one or we lose a body part, this all causes pain, but it doesn't have to cause suffering. Your pain is where the light enters. If we choose to experience our pain so fully that there's no longer a separate self retracting from it, then suddenly all suffering vanishes and so does the pain. This sensation no longer defines you or has power over you. You realize that there's a bigger part of you that cannot be touched by it. You have to lose your identity in order to define yourself. So always know that the divine and the mystical and the paranormal is normal. And this human normal is the illusion. So before you go to bed, take time to appreciate where you are and what you have go into gratitude before you have an interaction with your spouse or your children or whoever, take a moment to just appreciate who they are. Give thanks in your life. Whenever you go into a situation from a place of gratitude, it truly becomes expansive and gratitude always brings more of what we're grateful for. If you found a penny, be grateful for a penny. If you find a quarter, be grateful for a quarter. If you got a stimulus check, Be grateful for the stimulus check. But don't wish for more. Just be grateful. The universe will always know that you're grateful. It never goes unseen. More will always come. So meditate daily. Take back your power and control by building a daily meditation practice. Because when you do this, you slow the mind down and you allow the body to rest. It's a spiritual reboot. It helps you become more aware that You're not this daily nonsense that your brain creates. It helps you bring this inner standing to your everyday life. You are expansive. You are without limits. You are always changing. You are love itself. If something comes up from the past, let it come. No matter where you are, even if it's just remembering a moment or thinking of a certain person, drop into that feeling that's coming. Let it come. Feel it fully. Explore why there might be an attachment to it. What are we afraid of or what are we resisting? Go right into the heart of the deepest fear about that and bathe in it until it holds us no longer. Then our attachment to it will dissolve. And whenever a similar circumstance comes, it can't even hold us back because we won't lose our presence in the flow. We'll no longer get caught up in this current of life. If we find ourselves contemplating the future too much, contemplating what the outcome is or what we might think that we need or want, can we instead realize that our true purpose is simple self-expression? It's not about worrying or doing. It's about being. Our thoughts and our creations, they're vehicles for that beingness. If we do that, we lose our nervousness and our fear about what the future may or may not hold. So focus more on allowing, flowing, surrendering, and participating instead of this Western culture of doing, making things happen, forcing, intending, holding. Balance doing with being, always. Beingness is the realization within you that you are a spiritual magnet and whatever you want to attract, you can. Simply by cultivating the qualities that you seek to experience that exist externally within you. So become receptive to these heavenly energies and allow your manifestations to bloom. We're making the best of who we are right now. And when we think back, we're going to be so damn proud. With this mindset, we can be a powerful influence in the new moment as it is always forming. You are a pure and magnificent creator. If you enjoyed this episode, can you please be so kind to let me know by sharing it and tagging me so I can see who actually went to the end and liked it. If you can leave a review or a comment here on iTunes or whichever platform you're listening it to, that would be amazing. That would be a virtual gift for me so that I can spread these messages on a bigger scale and reach more people in order to shift the vibration of the planet. But even if one person heard it, I'd honestly be equally as happy because I know that everything affects everything. But with that being said, I'm sending you so much love and I will see you on my next episode.